to want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views is from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, we mentioned a minute ago there were three injuries that came out of this game that may have an impact on the Panthers moving forward. I will start with the one that is the best news, and that is Derek Brown. We saw Derek Brown go down. He had to be taken off the field, did not return with an oblique injury. Uh, the good news is, in Rappaport is now reporting that the injury is a minor strain and that Derek Brown should and most likely will be available for that week one game against the Browns. Derek Brown, especially, and again, Case Keenum, like we're, we, you know, that's, that's, that's not, uh, it's not top tier quarterbacking they're up against, but Derek Brown had some moments in especially red zone opportunities for the Bills where he was owning the offensive line of the Buffalo Bills. Again, twos and threes, but you got to say, you should as a starter be able to own twos and threes. That way we know you can compete with ones. Derek Brown was huge in certain spots for the Panthers in that game. And if this Panthers defense is going to be as good as we expect them to be, it's got to start up front. And D Brown is a big, important part of that. So very, very fortunate Lonzo that we're able to just chalk this one up to a minor oblique strain. And that DB is going to be back because that could have been a massive loss for the Panthers. Had that been a more serious injury. Oh, absolutely. And uh, coach rule said that Brown could have went back in if he needed to. He just kept him out, you know, just to make sure that he's all right and the fact that it was preseason. And the other thing is, yeah, the defense is going up against twos and threes, but a lot of those guys are going to be out there playing. And those guys are fighting for positions. Those guys are fighting for their jobs. They're out there doing their best. And the fact that the Panthers were able to pitch a shutout, that's that's an awesome thing. And hopefully it's a sign to come when the ones are in there. Bigger injury, obviously, was the Sam Darnold injury. Sam Darnold twisted his ankle. I mean, actually, I shouldn't even say Sam Darnold twisted his ankle. He had a Buffalo player kind of come down on it awkwardly that, that caused it to turn on him. Ruled initially as a high ankle strain, not sprain. That is probably the best possible outcome given the circumstances and what that injury could have turned into. That being said, that potentially does. And we are waiting for more updates. Hopefully, when we record the next episode of this pod here in a handful of days, we will have a little bit better information for you. But as of right now, uh, this could sideline Sam Darnold for more than a month. Obviously, if that is the case, that means that P.J. Walker, as of right now, would likely go in as the backup. Remember Matt Corral, he had the injury. Uh, Liz Frank, he had to be placed on season-ending injury re reserve. At the time, I said, while it is not certainly not good news that Matt Corral is hurt, putting him on the IR, being able to shelve him, allowing him to continue to show up, work out, watch game film, get himself up to NFL speed, might not be the worst idea in the world because if Baker Mayfield comes up and lights the world on fire this year, there's no guarantee he re-ups with, with Carolina. And giving Matt Corral a year to sit back and learn from Bake, learn from Sam, uh, learn how to be a backup from P.J. Walker 
on IL, that's that's fine. That's not, I mean, yes, you'd rather him be healthy and available for a situation exactly like this one because you're effectively now going to, unless you make a move, going to have to go into week one against the Browns with two quarterbacks on the roster, right? And, and maybe an emergency quarterback. I don't want to stick 22 back there as a wildcat because, you know, Baker, something happens to Baker, something happens to PJ, and now we're effectively a wildcat team that can't throw the ball. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it gives it gives Corral the time to learn. P.J. Walker's done this. He's been here. He's been in the role where he's had to step up and play a starter role, play significant in-game snaps, et cetera. Look, I'm not saying that, oh, you know, if, 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 Baker's goes, if Baker goes down and P.J. steps in, we're just fine because it's still going to be a big ask. But uh, the good news here is that Darnold is not out for the season. You're likely going to have to go three, maybe four weeks without him, and then he'll be eligible to return. That being said, hey, offensive line, you better do your dadgum jobs and keep Baker upright because the liability just went up for this team losing Sam Darnold for a month. You know, the other thing about Sam Darnold, I mean, fans have a tendency to go, well, you know, he wasn't the starter anyway. Still, still a human being, man. I'm glad he's not hurt that bad, at least as far as we know, he's not hurt that bad because a high ankle sprain is one of the harder sp- uh, sprains to come back from uh, just because it, it just is. And uh, a strain is something that maybe it won't take him four weeks to come back, but then you've got to try and decide you're right. If PJ Walker comes in, he's okay for a couple series. Sam Darnold would have been the better option for sure as the backup quarterback. But now what do you do now? What do you do there? There are, there are people out there on the internet clamoring for a certain guy to come back and uh, I, although I love that certain guy, his name is Cam Newton. I love that guy, but uh, I, I don't think you bring Cam Newton back now, uh, especially this early on or, or ever, as long as Baker Mayfield is there, because you're just going to cause a problem. You're going to cause um, division with the fans if Baker struggled at all, wanting Cam to come back in. I think that uh, that experiment is over. Love Cam, everything he was able to do for the Panthers when he was there. Uh, but it's uh, stop trying to bring him back in because that's not the move to make. No, I actually agree with you. I, I like Cam. Uh, in fact, you and I were on the air together last year when Cam got brought in because of the struggles of Sam Darnold and, and certainly the injury of Sam Darnold. And, and I was excited. I was pumped for Cam. And that first game back when he came out onto the field, the the, the crowd popped for him. I was excited about it, but I agree that 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 ship has sailed at this point. And on top of that, you know, first off, you are splitting the fan base. I agree. And you and I can say that definitively because last year when Cam came back, you know, we get our texts when we're doing the Rob Brown show in Greenville. And it was I mean, it was very polarizing, right? I'd say it was about 50 50 Panthers fans going, don't bring this guy back. And Panthers fans going, you know, not only should we bring him back, but we should give him the opportunity to to, to stay long term. We should sign him to a lifer contract. He's that dude. And and, and again, I'm with you. I, I respect what he did. I appreciate what he did for the Panthers a number of years ago. But it's not the move you make. It's it's just not. And you certainly don't bring him on as a backup with Baker there, right? Because Baker's not looking over his shoulder at PJ Walker and going, all right, PJ might take this from me. 
he's not looking over his shoulder at Sam Darnold and thinking, okay, Sam could take this from me. But I absolutely think if you bring number one back and put him at number two on the depth chart, Baker Mayfield will be in a spot where he's going, all right, a lot of the fan base really likes this guy. Uh, this guy has kept himself in crazy good shape. This guy seems to be, from what we've been able to tell, dedicated and driven to to rejuvenating his career, jump-starting his career, and giving more, one more run at this thing. You know, if I go out there and have a bad game or two, there's nothing saying the fans don't start screaming at Matt Rule to make Cam QB1, bumps me to QB2, and then you start seeing Baker play more conservatively. That's not his game, man. That's not what we want to see. I don't want conservative Baker. I want the Baker that takes chances. I want Baker that knows, as you pointed out, that Steve Smith said, there's not a lot of guys that can make some of the throws that Baker Mayfield can make. I need Baker to have it in his head that I am that guy. I am that dude. I am going to make those throws. I'm going to take those risks because I'm Baker Mayfield, and that's what I do. And if he's got Cam Newton looking over his shoulder, I don't know that he can be that guy. I don't know that he will be that guy. And let me go ahead and nip this one in the bud as well. Jimmy Garoppolo, no, no, no. You are not paying $130 million to bring Jimmy G in, even as a backup, for the exact same reason, right? And, and maybe even more of a threat because Jimmy G has been to an NFC Championship game. Jimmy G has been to the verge of the promised land. He, is, he has gotten so close many times and never finished the job, but he has proven that he can get you there. You bring Jimmy Garoppolo in, who is cer certainly more pop culture there right now than Cam Newton is. You bring that guy in, and absolutely, you're getting into the head of QB1 Baker Mayfield. So for the for the seven Carolina Panthers fans that I have seen on social media going, how about we make the move for Jimmy G, right? We've got options. Trade them Terrence Marshall Jr. Trade them a wide receiver. No, you are not paying a buck 30 mil to a backup quarterback who does actually legitimately threaten your starting quarterback, a starting quarterback that already uh, that already knows that you know this is a this is a one year experiment for him. I, I, neither one of those guys is the right answer here. The right answer here is you ride with PJ Walker, a guy who's been there, a guy who's done it, a guy that you know is comfortable in the bank. You ride with PJ. You hope that nothing bad happens until Sammy D gets back and healthy. You plug him back into QB two, and you look Baker square in the eyes. You grab him by the face mask and go. This is your team, your QB1. Go out there and be a killer. Do you, number six, do you, and we're going to ride with you thick and thin. That way you turn Baker loose, Lonzo, and you don't have to worry about it. Yes, it's a roll of the dice that nothing happens to Baker, but it's the best gamble you got right now. And we haven't talked about the, the third person to be injured, possibly the most important of the three, and what a weird injury it was. And that's Zane Gonzalez gets hurt practicing on the sidelines. That net, man. That net. And that's the it. You got to watch killer. out. You got to watch out. Hey, now, now, now you know why Odell Beckham Jr. tried to fight a net. The net's a killer. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Ask OBJ <laughs> knows about that. So, so Zane Gonzalez gets hurt warming up. And this is a guy, this is uh, someone the Panthers considered money. I, I mean, that's why they brought him in. He, he is a very good kicker, and 
you knew that it was just he's he's automatic within in a certain amount of yards and him being injured that's a, that's a big concern it really is it has to be right i mean he was the only place kicker on the depth chart you brought in johnny hecker obviously to play the role of punter that is a sincere commitment to special teams zane was the only guy uh he got carted off we are for we we are currently waiting uh, on the significance of the injury, but it was reported yesterday late evening that Gonzalez is expected to be placed on injured reserve with a quote significant groin injury. I've 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 watched the video a hundred times. It's just weird. He was he was doing a just a routine a routine field goal effort into the net. It doesn't now the field was wet, but it doesn't look. Like his foot slid out from under him. It didn't look like anything went wrong. He kind of did the follow through on a field goal kick. And then he just crumpled to the ground, like all by himself, crumpled to the ground. That is, that is bad news. I went and I looked up the free agents uh, at the kicking position right now. And there's really not a lot available. There's, there's really not. You're basically at this point just going to be, trying to find somebody i mean just a kicker but that's bad news because carolina has had problems at the kicker position in the past you thought you finally had your dude in zane that you could trust now he's unavailable maybe for the season we'll find out the status of that injury and again hopefully have that for you before the next edition of views from mint street but you, you effectively got to go to the waiver wire right now and just find the most experienced dude out there and hope that it works out for you. This is the listen, jokes aside, this actually might be more significant of an injury than Sam Darnold's when it's all said and done. Yeah. And the thing is, you can find a kicker, you can, because you get through like the first game or two, and then people are cutting kickers right and left. But there's a reason why they're cutting them right and left. Those are guys you really don't want on your team because you can't depend on them. There's a reason why they just got cut. And Gonzalez was brought in to be that guy and with with no doubt that he was going to be good for the entire season. And already, and you know, then that brings up, you know, why is he kicking in the preseason? You know, but you get hurt in the in the regular season just as much as you do in the preseason. He needed to be out there, but the he wasn't out there when he got hurt. He got hurt on the sideline. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that. And again, when the next episode of Views for Mint Street drops here in just a couple of days, we will hopefully have further evaluation on Zane Gonzalez's injury. Again, if you missed it earlier in the pod, I don't know why you would just tune into this part of it. Uh, that's the old radio guy, me. Derek Brown's oblique injury has been described as a mild oblique injury and he should be available for week one. Sam Darnold's ankle injury was a mild strain not sprain a high ankle strain but it will still likely keep him out for at least a month maybe a week or two longer we will keep an eye on all of those injuries as we move forward and closer to week one game number one just a handful of days away